we bring you The Witch's Tale, written and produced by Alonzo Dean Cole. Let us join old Nancy and Satan, her wise black cat. <laughs> Hannah and two-year-old I be today. Yes, sir, Hannah and two-year-old. Well, Satan, what kind of a chair for a little yarn will we spin these folks tonight? A love story? Well, if you ain't a sentimental old cat. You say you're not too old to be romantic? <clears throat> I never knowed a male critter that was in his mind. Now set yourself down in the corner, Satan, and I'll spin the kind of tale you ask for. But douse out them lights, everybody. Nancy's love yarns is best listened to in the darkness. Now draw up to the fire. And gaze into members. Soon you'll see inside a happy home across the seas in France. It's down in the country where them old heathen roamings used to live 2,000 years ago. And while they left some funny things lying buried in the earth. Funny things <laughs> that men today sometimes discover. Gaze into them buzz deep and hear our yarn of the bronze Venus. <laughs> the bronze Venus. <laughs> Mama, Howie should be here any minute. If you don't hurry, I shall be dressed in time to meet him. Stop squirming if you want me to finish. <laughs> Oh, I'll be glad when Henri takes you off my hands. Then I won't have to tie ribbons on a creature who can't stand still a moment. <laughs> you won't be glad at all. You'll weep constantly after I'm married and go to live in Paris. I shan't shed a single tear. The sooner such a nuisance as you is out of my sight, the better. Oh, my baby, you will be leaving me soon. Mama, stop that. My little Georgia. Stop it or I'll cry too. Mama, please don't. No, I mustn't. Anyone who saw me would think a funeral was to take place here in five days instead of a wedding. And I'm really very happy. Your Henri is a good man. He, he loves you, and, and you love him. Oh, so much, Mama. <sighs> so much. Stop your sighing and, and let me finish with these ribbons. Oh, I suppose I sighed the same foolish way before I married your father. 
And that's the only thing I have against Henri. He's so much like your father. Why, Mom? In his ridiculous interests, I mean. How the daughter of an antiquary can ever wish to become the wife of one is quite beyond my comprehension. Oh, you really don't mean that. With all these constant delving among old ruins and buried cities, Papa has remained as close and dear to you as Henri will be to me. Yes, of course, physically. But I long ago discovered that to a man with the archaeological bee in his bonnet, no mere woman can compete spiritually with a thousand-year-old trifle that he's dug up from the earth. And I don't approve of such work. I never have. It's, it's too much like robbing graves. Mama. To my mind, the dead and their possessions are best left undisturbed. Oh, that's silly superstition. All right, have it your own way. But I do wish Papa hadn't found something to disturb this morning. He should have gone to meet Henri instead of merely sending old Jacques to the station with a carriage. Oh, Henri won't be annoyed by that apparent rudeness when he learns it was caused by a new discovery. Chances are he'll even forget he's been away from you for an entire month while he and your father indulge in scientific raptures. Oh, not Henri. We'll see. What is it your father found this morning? You haven't told me much about it yet. Oh, oh it gave me an awful fright. Fright? For just a moment. This find was purely accidental. Three of our peasants were digging up that old olive tree that was frozen last winter, and Papa and I were standing beside them, <laughs> talking about Henri. When one of the men dug his pick into the earth and we heard a bong, as though he'd struck a bell. Then, suddenly, a black hand seemed to rise from out the earth. I thought it was a dead man's at first. <laughs> but it was only the hand of a bronze statue. And when I left, Papa was delirious with joy and down in the pit with a shovel, helping the man unearth the rest of it. Oh, then he'll be covered with dirt when he returns to the house. And he'll track it all over my carpet. Oh, but what's the use? I discovered long ago that men can't be made over. Whoa, Sarah, whoa. Oh, Mama, that's old Jacques outside. The carriage is returned with Henri. Sure, dear. Sure, I'm right behind you. Henri, Henri. Georgette, darling. Oh, my little sweetheart. Good afternoon, Henri. Welcome back. Madame de Marseille, I salute you. Don't waste your kisses on an old woman such as I. But tell this girl of mine how much you've missed her. Oh, I already know, Mama. For I know how greatly I've missed him. Have you, dear? To me, every moment that I've been away has seemed an hour. The hour's like days. The days is years. That's a very pretty speech for an antiquary. I hope that after your marriage, you won't neglect to tell Georgette the same charming lies. Lies? <laughs> your mother's only joking, dear. She knows that nothing is important in my life, excepting you. Elaine, Georgette! Oh, here comes your father, Georgette, covered with dirt from head to foot. Henri, Henri, you have arrived! But now, Monsieur de Marseille. And no thanks to you, Francois. You should be ashamed you didn't meet him at the station. Oh, I've been doing something more important. Something that will make all his eyes grow wide with envy. You've unearthed a statue, Papa? Mm, the men are bringing you. Just wait until you see it. Statue? What statue? Didn't Georgia tell you of my find? Oh, Ray just stepped from the carriage. Besides, I don't yet know what you found. I left before. Wait until you see. Hurry, hurry, you men. It looks as though they were bearing a corpse. Now, handle it carefully there. Now, now place it upright there. de Marseille. Why, it's an antique bronze. Yes, a life-size bronze of Venus. A Venus of the ancients. Where did you find her? How did you... <laughs> Look at her, my boy. Oh. And envy me my luck. This statue may prove the greatest find of the century. She's gorgeous. A masterpiece. A Still, <sighs> She's of the early Roman period. Her face is not the classic style. Oh, no. Here you have none of the immobility of feature which the Greeks gave to their sculpture. Her face seems almost living. 
I've never seen such an illusion of life and metal. She has such a cruel face. Hasn't she a heartless beauty, though? If she were a living woman, Harley, how she'd make her lover suffer. <laughs> she'd send a man to death without the slightest pity. Yes. She's almost devilish in her charm. She's the loveliest thing I've ever seen. That's a fine thing for a prospective husband to say in the presence of his future wife. Well, I, I hardly think Georgette will be jealous of Harley's compliments to a statue. Helene, what an excellent omen. She is for these children. Five days before their marriage, I bring them Venus, the goddess of love. Excellent omen indeed. A heathen idol buried by the dead. I don't like her looks at all. Oh, you have no appreciation. Honey, Georgette, we must take full advantage of this excellent portrait. Your marriage was to be on Saturday. Friday is Venus Day. You are not suggesting their wedding to be advanced to Friday. Certainly. Georgette, that's a whole day sooner. Never. A marriage on Friday would bring all sorts of bad fortune. On the contrary, it will bring only good. For my goddess on the earth will smile upon their union. Mama, I'd like to be married that much sooner. Oh, and I, Madame de Well, I suppose one superstition is as foolish as the other. All right. Well, there. It's all settled. Jean Gaulle, you and the men fetch scraping tools. Yes, monsieur. Now, Harley, you and I will remove the encrusted earth from my Venus. We may find an inscription. Yes. No, you may scrape in the dirt all you wish, but not all. Oh, but it would be a privilege, madame. Oh, this find is stupendous. Every archaeologist in France will go mad with envy when they hear of it. And since monsieur has offered to you let me see, share... You see, Georgette, what you must expect from an antiquary? Your affianced husband, whom you've not seen for a month, would desert you the hour he returns for a dead thing out of the earth. Oh, madame, you know I... You may help Papa if you wish, Henry. I'm going in the house. Oh, darling, wait. Forgive my thoughtlessness. I won't touch the statue or even think about it. Instead, you and I will take a stroll in the garden and talk. What was that sound? Oh, it came from inside my Venus. Some loose fragment in a hollow form must have fallen and struck against the metal side. <laughs> Coming as it did, Ollie, it, it seemed to protest against your desertion of her. <laughs> well, protest or not, I am deserting her. Uh, run along, then. Ollie, when you and George had reached the garden, try to act like a lover instead of an archaeologist. I'm going in the house. <laughs> I shall take your advice, madame. Don't do it, Dad. Oh, uh, later, if your daughter permits, monsieur, I shall be delighted to return and help you. I shall be delighted to have you, madame. You'd rather stay with that old statue now than be with me. You know I wouldn't, darling. And you shouldn't feel bitterness toward anything that's been so kind to us. I just think she's advanced our marriage a day. You don't believe as Mama does, that Friday is unlucky. If your love for me is as strong as mine for you... Nothing can be unlucky. Dear, see what I brought you from Paris. That ring upon your little finger? Uh-huh. Oh, gorgeous. Let me put no, it on. No, no, not yet. It will only leave my finger for that of my wife's. It won't be yours for four whole days. It's to be my wedding ring. Yes. There's a Latin inscription inside that means yours forever. You shall be mine, and I will be yours. After that. Just four short days. <sighs> but they'd seem terribly long if your father hadn't found that statue. Fortunately, I can occupy my time assisting him with her. Conway, you're thinking more about that statue than you do of me. George. Mama was right. To such men as you and Papa, nothing matters but dead things from the earth. I hate your ugly Venus. I hate her. Hate her. What? <laughs> what was that? What? That's on. Holy. It came from that statue back there. Oh. 
Well, your father, Jean Carl, must have struck it with a tool. I suppose so. But as she seemed to protest against you leaving her a while ago, now she seemed to answer what I said in anger. <laughs> you silly little goose. Well, if you, if you think she has understanding, I'll anger her still more. Do you think I could give that ancient lump of metal a single thought when you are near? If she were the living Venus, goddess of beauty, to me you'd be more beautiful. And I'd love you more than Venus, the living goddess of love. That sound again. Someone call. Help, help. Papa. He's hidden by those trees. Run. Papa, Papa. Oh, he's here. He's not hurt, thank heaven. The Venus is falling. And a man lies on the ground beside Monsieur him. Monsieur de Marseille, what has happened? The statue fell upon Jean Cole. He's yes. not. Oh, he's only stunned, I think. He's breathing. Georgette, send Jacques for Dr. Baboot. At once. How did it happen? I don't know. For no reason at all, my Venus toppled over. And oh, oh my, my old eyes are playing tricks. What do you mean? Well, before she fell, it seemed her bronze arm struck out in rage, blindly, as a person of temper strikes when something is said to anger them. Oh. It happened when you said you loved me more. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't the end of our love story about the bronze Venus, Satan. But if these folks want to hear the rest about her, they got to come and see us next time. I have a birthday. Hundred four year old, I be real soon. Hundred and four year old. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.